Hello, and thank you for tuning into the Status Podcast with Dana, Ty, and Zay. Encourage student-athletes to take action to universally succeed. The Status Podcast is designed to achieve encompassment of the student-athlete and their journeys while navigating multiple avenues. Our goal is to discuss, analyze, and create powerful ways that our student-athletes can benefit from using their platform to grow holistically. The Status Podcast will feature topics that can open the eyes of student-athletes to endless possibilities in sports and beyond. We, as former student-athletes, are passionate about the student-athlete experience and using our personal testimonies to repurpose the journey of the life, sports, and education. We plan to capitalize on opportunities to speak on topics regarding the wellness of student-athletes, both physically and mentally. We will use our voices to empower and supply the world's athletes with tools to be successful during and after their student-athlete experience. Be sure to follow our Instagram at status412 underscore. Yeah, I think that will lead us into a topic for the day. Right. A lot of people think about that and they say, well, they're getting a free ride to, to college. Right. To, to I know, I know what I heard a lot um, is that same, that same answer that you're getting a free scholarship. So you put in terms that, you know, Kent State maybe cost out of state $25,000 a year. So 25 times four, that's 100 100 k So they're, you're, at the end of the day, they call it an investment. So, so they look at you as an investment. So with investment, you're taking a risk. You know what I mean? So not every investment works out. I went to school with guys who they invested in, who fell out after a year as a bad investment. So I think they look at it like on that type of term where these guys are, I spent 100 k I don't got to give them. This is their money. This is what they're getting paid for. And the NCAA gets out on so many Student athletes, because they're a billion dollar industry that don't have to pay their employees. And they're telling you in the education over and over again free education, free education. That's what they keep marketing on. I think with a lot of things, a lot of things that aren't being told about is a lot of the times, you can attest to this, we don't really have that much say into like that's what we really want to do. Like, you know what I mean? We're, they're, they had the best interest for the program, I feel like. 
not the best interest for us most of the time. Now you have you come across some advisors who like who develop a relationship with you, who'll give you some personal, you know, advice, but majority of the time, the coaches, the higher ups are coming to what can we do to get time to around other? What can we do to do this? X, Y, Z. So at the end of the day, they're protecting their investment. And it's funny because you say, what can we do to get time eligible? Not can, what can we do to get time job? Once he, once he leaves, you know what I mean? The thing is, how can we get him on the field opposed to how can we make him successful for after the field? Yeah, no, and, and I think I think going to Kent State opened my eyes up a little bit because there were some people up there that really did care about us. Because I think that everywhere. We took a class, there's a few of us that took a class, and it was, it was all athletes class. It's called Life After Sports. So they give you the ins and outs of, like, you know, to try to help you with what you're going to do out there. You know, your life, which has been sports the whole time. So they, you got to figure that out. And that was probably a great class, one of the best classes that I took because it was so real. And so it made you realize, like, taking that class, like, after sports, made you realize, like, what am I doing after this? Like, I've been playing football for the last 19, 18 years, since white old Tiger days, all that. What am I doing now? It's because growing up, it was league or bust. That's a, that was your mindset, league or bust. That's most people's mindset, especially in the city. Yeah, because the way we come up, we feel that we can't succeed unless it's on the football field, the hoop court, the uh, baseball court, whatever, whatever sport you play. So with that being said, like the you talk about. Oh, but you gotta get a free education. But in reality, this is a free piece of paper because you're not getting an educational experience, right? A lot of kids are not able oh, to man. get the internships that you know most of the kids who don't play sports play because they're uh, you know they don't have the time to do it. And then too, too much time being demanded. Too much time being demanded. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not really so getting student athletes. Student athletes don't have the time. So student athletes. You know, they're getting a piece of paper, but they're not getting the educational experience. And educational experience is what you really need to be successful once you graduate. Because you got a piece of paper, and you're like, okay, I got a degree from Boston College. You're like, okay, well, what did you do in the midst of getting that degree? What type of experience did you have? What type of internship did you have? If you look at a lot of job openings, like, I want a bachelor's degree and Two or three years of experience. It'll pay you fifteen dollars. It'll pay you fifteen dollars. <laughs> and it's like, where am I getting this experience as a student athlete? You know, whatever your you mean to tell me I paid more than credit college a year and I'm getting paid after something. Oh, and, and like your extra time is gonna be for your sport. The extra time that a regular student has on campus is gonna be for internships, it's gonna be for job sharing. Like those are the type of things that you have to try to squeeze into your schedule to speak that. And uh, speaking like the internship, I know for us, a lot of us, we, I remember doing an internship with maybe four of us with our uh, strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. It's because it's just like the easy access right there, right after the workout, go shower, stay there. And your school can tell recruits we're having internships in our athletic Wow. That's so and, and, and don't, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, I enjoy it. Yeah. As far as I learned so much, uh, our strength coach, uh, rest in peace, uh, Coach Davis. Right. Man, great guy. He made me, you know, I ain't really worked out, so, but once he came to junior year, he developed a relationship, he made you want to work out. Yeah. He understood the athlete, so health. So I don't, I, didn't, I don't, let me get that clear, I didn't mind doing the internship. I learned a lot from him. Yeah. 
But that's, that, that's crazy. That's yeah. real. Then you get the internship, you get that experience, you get to say, I did this internship, but like, unless you are passionate about being a strength coach, where's that game? Right. 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 What I? Yeah. Uh, I would say I won't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 well, I can see you ordering Santa. What the boy, what's she doing? But, um, it was a work. So, with that being said, What's your take on student athletes getting paid? Uh, I think we should get paid. Not we, but student athletes. I think we should get paid. Um, I think they put so much time in. I think at the end of the day, especially kids that come from environments of how we come up, we I think that's why we don't finish school so so often because we come to a junior year. I'm doing I'm three and I'm out. I'm three and I'm out. We see the NBA players. Oh, they just need one and done. You know what I mean? Or back in the day when they were doing high school, you know, we got to go to college. And then, and then you see. Think about bringing that back, too. Say, look, you from this city next to me. I see you just go to the league. You watch them on the car. I'm also yeah. riding around the station wagon. You living in the project. Right. I'm three and out. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? I need some type of form. Yeah. So I, I think at student athletes should get paid. I think student athletes should get paid because financially, <laughs> you're not stable. Man. How many times? I remember freshman year, you probably tested it. I had oodles and noodles for Thanksgiving. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> 100%. So I think we should get paid. What you think? Man, listen, bro. That lifestyle is like, uh, people like embrace it so much. Have, you have embraced it. Well, first of all, I'll say, and you think student athletes should be paid? 100%. Yes, bro. But I'm saying, hey, yeah, I think student athletes should be paid. So why should student athletes be paid? <laughs> because they don't deserve to eat noodles on Thanksgiving, bro. You understand what I'm saying? Very right, right, right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Uh, I've been there. And that's just like a feeling like, bro, that type of stuff made me leave school. That's what I really want to get into. You know what I mean? Like, that type of stuff really made me leave college because I felt like I had to $60 for a ride back home every time I went to the, to the bird. I mean, from Marietta. It's in the lot. For real. So, uh, and I want some, you know what I mean? I, I ain't going to get too much up with no extra stuff. So, student athletes deserve to be paid, bro, on every level. We want to be too deep. I'm with you. I think student athletes should be paid too. Um, and, and I think, in my opinion, I think the NCAA is taking major strides in taking care of the student athletes. Um, like the student athletes, they're able to get stipends. Oh, yeah. The name, image, and likeness is coming out. Um, so, in what role do you think student athletes should be paid? Do you think they should get the stipend like the NCAA is providing? Do you think they should be on payroll? Um, do you think they should be on salary? What do you think? I th- I personally think stipend because then when you get into the payroll, now you're getting into a competition. You know what I mean? So, how do you expect Kent State to compete with Boston College? It's $25,000 a year to go to Kent State compared to $70,000. You got more money just on tuition. Okay? So, so when you get into the payroll thing, now you're getting into the competition. Oh, coming out of Alabama rather than USC because I'll throw you an extra five thousand. So I think the stipend is the way to go when you want to pay these athletes because, uh, like I said, you got to avoid that uh, that competition because now that's just going to fall into whose pockets are deeper. So, so do you think that student athletes should be paid from the university or from the NCAA? With, with that, I, I, I think I think I think you split it. Because you think about the revenue that a college and a student athlete brings to the uh, institution. Gotcha. So, for example, for example, my for my experience, 
we played Alabama the year they won the national championship with Trent Richardson and uh, AJ McCarron and guy. They paid us 1.2 million to go down there and play. 1.2. Out of that 1.2 million, how much did we see? Us that played that game. Now, granted, they might have got it and uh, after the years we came, or even disperse it amongst the other uh, 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 sports or whatnot. And uh, so I think uh, you maybe get a couple thousand from the NCAA in the first opening of the semester, then towards the end of the semester, the university comes in, pay their stipend, and then the same for the following semester. So I think you get paid twice, one from the NCAA, beginning of the year, once again, at the end of the semester, from State based uh, on performance. the university. State based on performance? No. So, in my, in my opinion, um, I think it also complements the way. I don't think the institutions have enough money to pay the student athletes. Um, most institutions are in a red after the season, after, after cost, um, cost compared to the revenue. Most of them were in the red. I think there's less than 10 schools who profit off of athletics. There's less than 10 schools who profit off of athletics at the, at the university. And what, and what conference are those? Like, where do they align at as far as, like, let's say, for example, Penn State? Yeah. I think Penn State's there. You got Texas, you got Penn State. Um, uh, I don't think you, you got Ohio State, you got Michigan. Um, so you're like in a Big Ten, Big Twelve. Um, USC maybe. I don't even think Alabama yeah. profits off that athletics. I don't think they do either, but then we got a couple of good sports teams. Yeah. Well, and, and you think though? I, I would, I would personally think that smaller schools will benefit a little bit more off of athletics because you get the bigger schools to dish out that money, that bigger money to you know to right. So I, I, would, I would think because I, you name those schools and not here in a smaller school, I would have thought. Hey, I would think a mid-major school would be in there because they're getting paid so crazy to come to come lose. Really, that's, that's what it is. XYZ is always a factor. A lot of the athletic departments are are depending on the university to give them money to kind of even out what they're losing for cost. Okay. So why can't the NCAA money help the athletic departments out? I mean. They could, but like it, it'll be, it'll be tough to That's say, I'm okay, I'm gonna give you guys twenty million dollars because you need it, but I'm gonna give you guys five million dollars to, you know, to have everybody on. So performance. That's, that's basically how performance is on. You know what I mean? Like you said, but uh, listen, listen to y'all talk. I mean, like you said, y'all have the experiences. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is. What I'm explaining. What I want to. What am I? I had a question for both of y'all because it was like uh, I kind of forgot it. But it I wanted to get into the stipend and. Uh, and because of, bro, listen, it's so wild to think about the levels of uh, teams. You know what I mean? First of all, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I haven't. I haven't experienced. Like I said, so it's like uh, it's kind of different. You know what I mean? For me, when I was out looking in, it's like I watch sports as a fan. You know what I mean? As more than going through that the hardships. You know what I mean? So uh, basically, what I'm saying is the. Uh, like, the, the money deserves to be obviously like divvied up between every uh, school. That, I personally think it's based on performance. You know what I mean? I do that y'all. It should be that way because if you bring money in and you keep generating it, that's what that's what you deserve. You're going the same schools go back to Alabama. You know what I mean? There's certain teams that are just have a famous alumni. You know what I mean? They have people that they have way more people in the NFL or NBA 
that you don't need back to the school. You know what I'm so you had to really do the research. The NCAA obviously went. You know what I mean, some people go because they are making money. It's so much, so much scope of mirrors, bro. So, I mean, so here's my question: Do you think it should be based on performance, or schools now able to fire student athletes? If they they're already are. Performance they already are. Just like you said about the scholarships. And that's what you said. You have no say, bro. That's what I'm trying to explain. In the same way, I'm glad you asked that question. Because uh, what it comes down to is you're on a scholarship. You get your education, your grades drop. Yo, your grades are dropping. What you going to do? You got to do what? Your performance, you don't start. Coaches, yo, da, 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 da. But what about your, your What about your athletic performance? You think they, they should now send them home? So, like, say I go to, say I go to UConn. And you know they expect me to be a starter as a reassured freshman, and that don't pan out. They say, "All right, you're not what we thought you were." I feel like that's happening already. I'm going to I, I, no, I think that when when, when kids, when, when student athletes are getting, you know, put out, it's, it's strict, it's, I feel it's strictly grades. They flunk out. They they're not doing what they got to do in the classroom. They're being they're being, being, being like cancer to the team. That's what I'm saying right there. They went like, like, but, but even 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 like student athletes who are casters to the team, but they're getting it done in the classroom, they might kick them off the team, and they'll figure it out from there, or like come up with a plan to let, let's figure this out. So as long as you're doing what you gotta do in the classroom, they're not gonna turn their back on you. Y'all ever been through anything like that? I haven't been through anything like that, but I've seen guys who you know have been suspended for x amount of time but it's yeah. they, they put themselves in that situation right. they broke the drug policy classes like it's not because they're not performing on the field right everything, right. everything that that has to do with the student athlete being suspended indefinitely has to do with all the field right. issues you guys think somebody gets hurt for senior year of high school they lose so much it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it starts from there. Bro. That's what I'm saying. It's such a, it's such a, a, a moment. That moment. You know what I mean? What's so what's, what's the number? What's the number? What you think student athletes should be paid per semester? Per semester. Okay. So per semester, I, I think we can. Uh, and I'm gonna be a real, here, you know, let's say yeah, you're in a stipend, right? Yeah, I'm in a stipend. I'm in a stipend. So. At the beginning of the semester, uh, are we talking on top of our Pell Grant? And no, because not everybody gets the Pell Grant. Does everybody okay, get so just not, straight stipend? All right. So, so just straight stipend, let's say uh, $7,000. $7,000 per semester? Mm -hmm. For know. each player? For all of them? For yeah, all 100 All scholarship players. All 100 $7,000 $7, per semester. So uh, you think, so I, I think payroll, honestly, bro. So yeah, what do you, so what do you, so you saying salary or you think hourly? I think um, they get they get 40, 40 hours a week at least. Um, that's about a book. During the season, if if it, this is a thing, if it was salary, they would have to finish every semester. You understand what I'm saying? Or finish that month. You understand if it was like a salary. Like so what do you? So what do you say? What do you think? That's a hard one right here, bro. But I'll, me personally, I don't say salary. I say hourly for sure, just because it's a job. It is a job. It's right. a job. You know what yeah. I mean? So how much an hour would this be paid? Yeah, I think it depends on what school you're at. And what, and the, I really believe that because of the, the money that's being generated. Because you can literally waste your money on a player. A player can leave, bro, in his first year of getting paid. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so that means the school will have to pay the student average. It's got to be most schools don't, for everybody. Most schools don't have the capacity to, to do that. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm about so, so I'm gonna follow up that and I say the seven thousand. So that obviously I think that come from the NCAA is seven thousand beginning of the semester. And then I think that when the school come in, like I said, at the end of the semester, that's based on 
completion of your uh, schedule, your fall semesters, you know, you're passing all your classes, you get that stipend at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you say you got your full-time schedule, uh, student athlete, you got 18 credit hours, 15 credit hours, whatever. Full-time is 12. Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. um, that's great, good. All right, so you're a full-time uh, student athlete, 12 credit hours, whatever the case may be, and you only pass three of those credit hours, you don't get the job. <laughs> you, you, can't, you, you don't qualify for this stipend at the end. Now you you qualify for being a, a scholarship athlete at the yep. beginning of the year from the NCAA, but here at my institution, you're not passing, you're not doing what you got to do in the class, you don't qualify for <laughs> this five thousand dollars stipend. Damn. So potentially each student That's athlete, level right each student athlete could potentially get twelve thousand dollars each semester, coming to twenty-four thousand dollars a year as a college collegiate athlete, which is I think is Sufficient. more than enough because with twenty-four thousand dollars. Some of our moms wasn't even getting that while we're sending the money back home while we're up there getting most of the money we did. So, so, so if I play devil's advocate here, okay. um, that money that's coming from the institution, it's not coming from the athletic department. It can't because most students, most, in the red. most athletic departments yeah, are in the red, so it would have to come from the university. So the university is going to pay the athletes, but they're not going to pay the academic oh, scholarship man. kids on campus. It's a dilemma. So, so, all right, let me ask you, because you, you know more, a little bit more at the collegiate level uh, as far as finance and revenues and whatnot. So, me as a college athlete, I play for your football team. Obviously, we're bringing in money. We're bringing in money. So, where do that money go to? You got to pay. You got to pay concession, obviously. You got to pay security. You got to pay, you know, the janitors. You got to pay for travel, team travel. You think about Boston College, we got 31 sports. You know what I mean? So everything. Everybody's hockey. hockey. Everybody's traveling. Um, coaches' salaries. There's a, there's a bunch yeah. of expenses that, you the know, university covers. That, that the university covers. I think, you know, at, at a lot of schools, it's probably north of 10 to 20 million dollars that the university contributes to the athletic department because they're in the red that much it's money. crazy <laughs> so let me ask you uh knowing, knowing that you know what you just spoke of you say stipend correct mm -hmm. so what's the stipend amount that you think a student athlete should receive from the ncaa i think stipend i think between 12 and 1500 per semester should be good enough um you think about student athletes get Free meals if you're if they're on scholarship, they get free meals. Um, they don't have to pay for room and board. Um, I think that extra the extra money is say the dining hall is closing at seven o'clock. At UConn, the dining hall is closed at seven o'clock. If you ain't got no money, you ain't eating at seven. Dang. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I'm so that mean. that extra money, man, whenever the dining halls are not open or if they wanna, you know, go out for entertainment, it's so things hard, like man. that. Because they don't they don't really need much more. Than, than what they had, but they, but they, there, there is a struggle, right? Dining halls are closed. How often do you miss the dining hall? Dining, Every day, right? Dining, yeah, yeah a lot. Yeah. Dining halls are closed on um, holidays. They, they need something yeah, to eat. Yeah. Students, there's student athletes whose family is struggling. They can't even come see them play. I'm so they get, school. so that, 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 that 1500 you know what I mean? 1500 to 2000 they can pay for, pay for their family to come up to a couple games. Okay, so you said dining hall being closed. I know we had like mandatory uh, um, um, training teams. So that, in a sense, can also be covered up for, right, you say the dining hall closed, we feed our still athletes breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We expect to come back to the stadium, wherever, wherever it is, come eat. So 
You saying that? It, it, all right. So why should we do that when we're feeding you guys also? Yeah, I mean, our our meals was from five to seven. They gave y'all training. So what's the training? Training table was five to seven. Me personally, training was trash. Yes, it was. Everybody was training. Training table, but training table was like from five to seven. And then you got study hall. And me, I'm always I want to eat before I go to bed. I'm in study hall till nine, ten o'clock. I'm trying to get some. I'm trying to get some food. Okay, so twelve between twelve hundred to fifteen hundred each yeah. semester, correct? Yeah. So I think that's our right. ultimate goal. We was talking about before is uh, trying to get the take care of the athlete. Mm-hmm. Let's do the best interest of the athlete. Is the best interest of the athlete giving them twelve to fifteen hundred dollars when you know the struggle? And you know what it's what it's like for their family at home. Don't you think if we give them a little bit more, we will keep them in school? They won't be out and not grad to come back because a lot of them don't come back and graduate once they leave for the league. You get a select few that do, but I think maybe if we all right, maybe not to the seven thousand I said. Maybe all right, let's let's go about four thousand and five thousand. I think we will get a lot more student athletes finishing graduate. Yeah, because they're able to stay and they're able to be comfortable financially on right. campus. You know what I mean? And they're able to they're able to support the home life. Right. Absolutely. Know? But um, I, I, I'm I'm with you on that. You know, I can see that. Um, but also, I think the university, well, not the university, but the NCAA is moving in the right direction. You talk about now you talk about name, image, and likeness, right. which is another topic that we can talk about for a long time. But student athletes now have the ability to make money off of who they are. Know, as an athlete, and remember when we was in school though, like the stipend and all that. We we struggled whenever we went to school because we got nothing. We got the Pell Grant, which we was all so stupid with. Man, what did you do with the Pell Grant? Listen, my first year <laughs> bought me a PS3. You guys want a PS3? Bought me a flat screen TV. <laughs> got every Jordan that came out. With me and my my brother Pope, we went to the Polo Outlets. Yeah. We went to the Polo Outlet. I job. Bitcoin got two hundred dollars. Hundred percent. Yeah. Right? Yes. We would have bought Bitcoin at yeah, Twitter or Amazon at $97. We wouldn't even be in here right now. No. Punching the air. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was Punching the air right boy. now. I was talking to my boy. We got like, from the Pell Grant, we was probably like 30, north of $30,000 over the four years that yeah. we was there. We got it like $3,000 right, a semester right, yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. North of $30,000 right. when we was there. And we got nothing to show for it. So I think you have to pass a financial literacy class in order to get <laughs> That should be a requirement your freshman year with all your other requirements that you got to take. I, I, that's, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I honestly think because even, even think about it, I know for me personally, I never was taught from teachers, parents, okay. cousins, whatever, about credit, anything like that. Stop, I, I, stop, I, I, stop. The stock market is the biggest one. Man, I really? have to learn to go. Learn to go. Up until I was 25 years old, 26 years old is when I started educating myself on these things. Yeah. So you think I wasted in that time, 10 years, 16 to 26, of what? Nothing, like you said, nothing to show for. Nothing to show I got for. a beautiful daughter to show for. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So, listen. To think about that, I'm thinking, unless you want to major in accounting or, you know, man, those things before you even get to school business. Which is, which is a, a beast of its own, being yeah. a student athlete trying to major yeah. in business. Yeah, anything, economics. Well, anything. Some schools make it work, but that is hard. Yeah, some schools, I, I can only imagine, but then that goes back to, if you're coming from an environment where you're already struggling, it's so hard to want to stay for four years. I, I, you know, I mean, if you're 16 and you're excelling, you're probably going to go in the draft early. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like... I don't know. I can't. You know, I mean, I don't one hundred percent know on that. But. No, I, I think I think like you said, taking that class and then 
give them a little bit more, it, it will keep our student athletes in school more to get that degree. Because knowledge is well. Take it back to uh, when we talked about you and you said, I'm going to do these three years. I'm, I'm, I, I'm thinking about going. Now, and, and you come from a strong background with family. Now, imagine that mindset on the same person who don't have that same strong foundation that you had. It's an ass, but That's what I'm saying. So it, it's like, man, I'm, I got to take care of my mom. My dad yeah. in jail. My dad in round, whatever the case may be. Um, I got to take care of my little. I'm out. Hey, coach, I'm out. You know what I mean? I, I thank you. Appreciate it. You know what I mean? I responsibility. Right, I got responsibility. Now, if you give me a little bit more money, all right, now moms know, son, get your dollar. All right, all right, mom, here, here goes $3,000. Do what you got to do, whatever, da, da, da. And the biggest thing, injury. Whenever you get hurt, whenever you're on your way to the draft. You understand what I'm saying? So the money, sometimes, that's a big thing that's really going to help. And the financial literacy classes will show people, will show the student athletes, like, yo, uh, it can be, it can go left. Period point blank. Uh, period point blank. You know what I mean? Save your bread. The money that you're making, don't just think that it all can, it can be, it has to be used and blown here in college. No, you know what I mean? That's like a big thing, like you said, because that's something that the schools always, well, they don't leave out. You know what I mean? But I feel like most coaches, ain't nobody talking about that. No, Co- coaches, coaches, there's a lot of coaches who care about the student athletes. Mm-hmm. But they care about that win loss column a lot. I was better. thinking that that's their life. That's their life. They they got everybody got livelihoods. And if you don't, if, if our student athletes are not producing it's on crazy. the field, they don't got they don't yeah, got no money to feed their family. Treat my family like that. They, I, I had think about it. You probably had good. At the end of the day, this is how I feed my family. Yep. You know what I mean? Right. I, I need the best out of you because this is how I feed my family. Wow. I'm dependent on you to feed my family. You know what I mean? So why not? Why not enhance my my situation, my livelihood a little bit? Time. They pay me a little bit. <laughs> what, what do you think makes a guy like Nick Saban or uh, Urban Meyer um, like so such a like a not even an alpha, but like a leader in the college industry? You know what I mean? Because that's what it is, industry now for sure. Yeah, what, do you think, what, do you, what do you think makes him such a leader to be able to stand in these colleges? And get kids to listen to them and stuff. Like you said, you yeah. you work two different times. Yeah, I, I, and honestly, you say being a leader, I think that's what it is. You have to you have to develop a system for people under you to buy into. Exactly. And that's what Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, and all those guys are able to do. They're, able to, they're able to develop a system that they have not only the players, but the coaching staff, the support staff, yep. you know what I mean? The nutritionists, the, the, the strength coaches, the, the entire state of Alabama buys in to this vision that he has. Anybody's vision can work. If you got people that's going to buy in and, and help you, you know what I mean, complete that ultimate goal, that, that's. That's what it takes, man. Yeah. And, I, uh, and you bring up those two coaches, great coaches. I remember Reed and, and Nick Saban said a quote similar to, uh, great coaches never stop learning. Mm-hmm. So I think that attitude and willing to really learn, he takes that into his recruiting process. He really buys into wanting to know that kid, wanting to know their story, wanting to <laughs> let, as you're, as, as, as you're, you're, you're uh, allow me to take your son under my wing, and trust me, I got him. So once that mother or that father feel that comfort, mm-hmm. uh, and he's able to build that relationship, because a lot of times you hear people say Nick Saban comes off when he's coaching, he, he know how to take coaching and leave it on the field. Oh, not, not a lot of coaches know how to do that. Man. You know what I mean? So I think that's why he's he's so successful. Yep. So let me ask you, 
do in the future, after we're paying the student athletes for how many number of years, do we get into the discussion of high school student athletes? No, never. Never? Never. <laughs> never. Because, like, what, what do you have to base it off of? McKeesport, <laughs> look oh, at yeah, the competition But look at McKeesport, yeah. like, we struggle to pay teachers. teachers. <laughs> we struggle mm-hmm. to pay administrators. We can't pay student athletes unless you're going to pay the, the taxpayers raise <laughs> the taxes yeah, because you're going like to get to start a quarterback right, right. $10 an hour. Right. So then what about like the uh, like the bigger schools like the, um, that's in California? Texas. Yeah, okay. Texas, where their they're head coach didn't pay the same as our teachers. Yeah. So just the coach. Just the, just the coach. <laughs> Not even teaching class. Just the coach. Just oh, the coach. High school. That's their yeah. job. Like the coach. And they're on a schedule where no, they go back uh, this and that. College like stadium. Look, remember Allen uh, High School? We looked yeah. at their stadium. It's huge. $60 million dollar stadium. So, so what about those schools like down there? You, you can't. No. You can't do that. I, I, I agree. I don't think you can pay high school students. Yeah, I don't think I think there's, I think there's away from it too. Yeah, you're taking away from the sport. The maturity level's not there yet. At some point, you do gotta respect the sports. You do respect the sport. The you always respect the sport. Um, paying student athletes, no. I feel like that should be a big thing. High school, high school, high school, high school, high school, high school That should be a big thing, like you said about financial literacy. That class about just respecting the game, keeping that like. Not making it about money because college. I always told myself that college, like I, I love college sports more because they're playing for the front of the jersey. The name, like you know, people's always said instead of the name on the back of the jersey, like, like the pro, like pro athletes per se. But in a sense, though, like we keep the deeper we get into this conversation, you realize more and more that it's for the back of the jerseys too. You know what I mean, college athlete, because your whole family's riding on it. Like Lamont Williams talking about having a son going his freshman year, not going into a sophomore year, being born. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And uh, yeah, you're playing for your back. You're playing for your back. Not, yeah. not everybody's situation is like that. Right. Yeah, not right. everybody yeah. else. Yeah. We, we, we can't. We can't keep. We can't. We, we can't keep labeling student athletes as inner city right. Right. kids right. or stuff. Because not everybody's like right. that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you got scholarship kids who, you know, coming Come from, from Beverly Hills. Yeah, we're home. We said airlines. You know what I mean? So like, you can't. You can't group. Student athletes into that, that one into that one grouping, you know what I'm saying? What about but stuff like that? There, there like, are situations where the student athletes are mm-hmm. playing for the back of the back of the jersey because that their family, you know what I mean? They their family needs them to. 100%. But there's there's probably more student athletes who are not playing for the back of the jersey right. yeah, than than there are because you think about football. Football is the main sport where you got a bunch of inner city kids who are really coming from nothing. Who are going to the university and more so than basketball, and, and their family are at home struggling. We just think about basketball; they, they got like ten kids on the roster. True, true. Right. But football, and then you probably got say you got a hundred kids on that football roster. You probably got about ten, maybe ten kids whose families are really, really struggling back right. on that roster. The rest of them, you know what I mean? They're coming from. Five hundred thousand dollar homes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or just getting middle class. Their oh. parents are making yeah. six figures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, right, right about that. And then, and, then, and then you have other sports, hockey. Their mm-hmm. parents are well off. Well off. 
lacrosse. To even pay to play for your kid to play hockey year-round. Lacrosse, round. their parents are well-off. <laughs> Baseball, a lot of their parents are well-off. We can't, we can't so just assume that. We can't just assume that. You can't just assume that, but... But you can tell there's, the sports there's, 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 a, there's a lot more the kids who have successful backgrounds than... than yeah, because I, I think, especially like you say baseball, I think a lot of kids get their collegiate looks, however, from travel ball. Oh, yeah. that's and, that, and that's expensive. expensive. You know what I mean? Because I, I know a few people who stopped playing baseball just on the strength of, we can't afford that. Yeah. So, I, like you said, I think a lot of sport, other sports, uh, their parents are well off. Basketball, you get a few, but you said the numbers are is different. So that's why you got a lot more within football. Within football, and like you think about how much it costs, like you were saying, to play those sports. Football, you need a ball and some grass. You know what I mean? Basketball, you need a ball and a, and a circle. A basket. <laughs> a basket. You know? Then, like so you, you talk about hockey, you need all type of equipment. You need the the uh, the helmets, the sticks, the ice skates. You know what I mean? You talk about lacrosse, you need the equipment. It's, it's equipment like in the back, $250 back. It's, it's $250 With all that though, being said, do you think that the next divisions down should be paid as well? No. Division no, two and only division one? Only, I think only division one. Maybe um, two. One maybe. double A. Maybe one double A. One double A for sure. You, you, think, you think about <laughs> how much revenue is one double A and Division two bring it to the NCAA to the schools more so than, than not? I would say, but not the NCAA. It probably costs more yeah. for the NCAA to promote one double A and D two sports than they're making from those sports. I think we're going to see an uptick in all in athletics just based on the pandemic, like what just happened, and the, and the people being at home. And, uh, like just like watching sports is way more. I feel like there's a lot of people get more into sports. So right what you saying? Not paying no double one double I think now we're starting to transition the college uh, level of playing ball to a business life because the sense now when a lot of kids transfer, a couple of them go transfer down to D one double D two. Now it's going to get heavy recruitment to where like it's going to. I think that's going to kill off. Maybe Division Two, not all the way, but it's going to water it down some. One hundred percent. You uh, can't get paid. It's going to be fine because we're going to stay at this level regardless of anything. And so I think that's going to water down Division Two ball. Would you rather be paid in you know, like Division One or should go to? I, I think I think the stipend across the board is going from D one to D two because uh, for for uh, scholarship athletes. So, so do you think? So do you think? The livelihood of D two sports, but different amounts. I mean, yeah, yeah, do you think sure. do you think the livelihood of D two sports are one the one division one transfers? No, no, but not to take away that a good amount because you think about when we was coming up, maybe in high school, Cal U was all Cal U uh, PA was Man. all division one transfers. Man, all they got paid a lot of money. So I see. You want there. <laughs> All Division One athletes uh, that transferred down, and I think more so back then than now, they were transferring down. So where now you see more so transferring up or whatnot. I think I don't think the amount of Division One to Division Two transfers is enough to say, you get paid. To say that they should get paid. Nah. 
I think I don't, I don't think they make a big like impact saying, on the the vision one. Like, I mean the vision two spectrum as a whole. I don't think there's a big enough impact. So I think I think if the vision one player is saying, all right, I'm not going to transfer down to the vision two because they don't pay. I don't think there's going to be much of a drop off at the division two level. I think that uh, that we see a lot of what the NCAA wants us to see. You know what I'm saying? Like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and whoever is popping that year, that season, or for the past couple of seasons. And if we wanted to, if if uh, if there was more promotion, we would know these players on every level. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're not going to promote somebody. Right. Nobody wants to watch. Yeah, think, think about the hit that the NCAA took just this they, past year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time, bro. So, <laughs> they're, they're, they're tight now. They, <laughs> right about that. So you think about all that? I think right. that, uh, look, I feel like the financial literacy classes and all that, even like branding classes for these players, bro, will help every single player out. And that's gonna, mm-hmm. that's gonna be uh, a big name in because like this you know, topic too. Yeah, branding. Yeah, man. Um, you know, student athletes is being able to use you know, the universities and use these classes to continue to personal growth is, I'm all for it. Yeah, I agree. I think student athletes should get paid uh, the amount up in the air, depending (laughs) on, uh, but I I think it should be no less than $3,000 each semester. Uh, I think that's, that's, that's right there where you can live comfortable as a student athlete. And also if mom is a little bit late on the rent here and there, you can throw a couple dollars or whatever the case may be. Uh, so I think about roughly around between three and 5,000 student athletes should get a stipend each semester. Are you still on the payroll? <laughs> Are you still on the payroll side after, um, after the conversation? I'm, like you said about up in the air, I'm on uh, basing it on performance. Still? Like, you still basing yeah, it on performance? Right. Specifically because so, so everybody's situation is different at home. So, you know I mean? so you, so I'm gonna ask this question again. All right, listen, listen. Are you firing? <laughs> are you firing student athletes if they're not performing? Are you sending them back to the Kingsport? I feel like they're going in any. Say, sending them back to the board. <laughs> hey, if you can't give me ten times a game, you won't have the Kingsport. No, listen, stop. No, don't do this. Please, don't do this. Don't do this. I honestly believe that. Uh, listen, like you said, like you said about the stipend. Stipend is good, bro, but I want to see financial literacy classes. I want to see branding classes, for, but that's another topic for naming, image, and likeness. Or likeness. And um, I also think that it's going to keep a lot more guys in school. Gotcha. What did they pay? Perfect, bro. So that's it, man. That's that's our thing. We all think student athletes should be paid. Um, you know, how they should be paid, the amount they should be paid is... You know, everybody has a different perspective. So, he um, said, don't you know, drop drop a comment. Let us know what you guys think. If student athletes should be paid or not. How much you think they should be paid. And, you know, let's continue the conversation in the comment section. And hey, make sure y'all subscribe, man. And hey, subscribe. Shout out my boy, Ed. Shout out my boy, Ed. Ed hey, shout out, shout out, shout out, baby Emery, baby DB. I see you. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> with the bag. Wow. Ha, 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 ha!